Last time on Dice Funk. The Aethar are going to sever the world of forms from the physical world because that's where the gods get their power from. That means no gods, but also no conduits and probably far less magic. The believers will restore the gods, but you don't know in what form it'll include much more human gods. Yourselves, if you join with them, will go from a, a, an invisible people in the clouds who don't get involved to flawed, messy people who just happen to be immortal. And then the third one, rip it all down. No soul economy, no planes as you understand them. What comes next, she doesn't specify. Nifix, I think, is honestly a little bit fuck both sides of this right now. Hell yeah! I think if there was ever a time for that choice to be made, it's now, so fuck it. Nifix is going to take the offer. Blake is thrilled. I'm going to win and get that diamond. Yeah, so that, that's the stakes. If you guys get a diamond, someone in the party can die and be brought, be brought back, which is a good thing to have in your back pocket, and it will also deny the diamond to the slotty for whatever they want it for. We um, really need to keep it out of that guy's hands. Oh, so this is too many. This is like six characters. How can we fight them all? They're all our friends. Why are you doing this? Oh, um, your girlfriend. There are four riders that pull up. Simon the Secundus, the robot. He just told you who's coming for the race. Calliope, or Callie, the Nidhogg. Morrow, the Knight of Nuts, the Ratatosk, the, basically a giant squirrel. And finally, Lynette, the Valravin. And she has given these three people on her team giant dire ravens. Morrow, let's have a rematch. I will bury you. <laughs> let's do this. I, I was so happy today because I discovered uh, the Merriam-Webster's website lets you look up words that were like invented the year you were born, and I I looked at mine and the first two words I saw was cybercrime and gender nonconforming, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm digging this. Wow, you know maybe this is the new astrology. <laughs> yeah, what what words were invented the year you were born? Also, apparently, like. Brain freeze as a term didn't come around till 1991. Let's all look up our birth year words so that we don't have to race. Oh, let's not do that so we don't have to reveal our ages. I'm 27. <laughs> oh, I have no problems with what's it. What's the matter, Chris? I, you know, life used to be simple when you were a child and it asked for your age on a website and you'd click and you'd just scroll as long as like. As fast as you could in one burst, you're like, that's old enough to get into this website. And now when I do that, I'm like, oh, God, I'm still like five years older than that. And you had to keep going. I'm, I'm born pain. in the 1960s whenever I'm asked. <laughs> I don't have to lie anymore, but I still do. 401k was was invented the year I was was The term born. SSRI, the, the thing that helps you have serotonin, was the year I was born. Thanks, 1991. <laughs> I'm on my page now. First world problem. 
<laughs> wow. LGBT studies. Oh no, but next to man cave. I was born in the crowd surfing year. I have you all beaten Juggalo. Oh my god. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got <shit>. polyamory. <laughs> uh Taliban. Technopop. <laughs> Weak sauce. And woo-woo and zip tie. Apparently. And Photoshop. And originalism. And PDF. I got deconstructivism. That's what we do on this podcast, isn't it, Austin? No. Heteronormativity. Boo. Hey, you know what what else happens in a certain year in existence? In 2019, we do a podcast. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. God damn it. I've been tricked. All right. I don't know how much of that I'm going to leave in. <laughs> leave it all in, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they, they want to hear us talking for four minutes about different words we saw. Cowardice. It's fine. I kicked it off, so I, at least some of mine will probably get in. <laughs> okay, so I have an important distinction to make about my beluga whale. Yeah. Uh, so Austin very kindly told me the first name I gave him was Morris. And then last episode, I named him Roderick. Uh, I did not forget his name. His full name is Morris Augustus. Roderick the third initials is Mar and that that's ocean in Spanish. So I have the fanciest beluga. So he's had a monocle this whole time. Uh, And a top hat. Yes. (laughs) Austin, what them rankings in that race? Where's everyone at currently for the listeners? Blake and Cordelia are ahead of the pack and behind them. Somehow. uh, Behind are Nifix and King because Nifix looked at her own hypnotic pattern and then King went back to help her. So they fell fell behind. But where we last left the adventure, uh, four racers had pulled alongside you and had uh, challenged you. There's got to be a better word than fun fight. Uh, spa, um, spar? A, lo- a, low mur- a low murder stakes fight? <laughs> Just a fun bout between friends. So uh, there's one spar. NPC for each of you. A spar, yeah. So we're actually going to start in initiative order here. Uh, Blake... You are facing a Calliope, the Nidhogg, who personally, in character, doesn't have anything against you, but you did use confusion last time you spoke to her to blank her mind so you walk away and not have to interact with her. She doesn't remember that because of your conduit, but out of character, there's a bit of irony there, yeah. as this tiny pink gnome with the uh, unicorn horn flying on a dire raven uh, pulls up alongside you. What do you do? Okay. Um... It's cute. <laughs> like I like I personally on a personal level, like really hate having to like do something mean to the cute thing. I know, uh, it's a trap. It, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel good. But uh we'll just uh we'll just keep it light. We'll just do a, a regular ray of frost attack. Just All right. uh fifteen. Yep, that hits roll of damage. Okay. See, the secret is I have to make the final boss like three cats, a dog, and a hedgehog or something, and you guys will be able to defeat it because it'll be too cute. I'll stop the shit out of those cats. You don't know me, Austin. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Eight damage. All right, so the, the fight gets off to a start as Blake fires a ray of frost at Calliope and hits her broadside, not particularly damaging, and she says, Good shot, wizard man! 
and uses Thorn Whip. Uh, you're familiar with uh, the Mortal Kombat character Scorpion? Nope, never heard of him. Oh, yes. So he does the thing where like a javelin shoots out of his palm attached to a chain. She does that because she is the conduit of roots. But when the roots explode out of her palm at you, it's less an impaling and more of a friendly slap. Yay. Uh, 25. That will hit. That's a little friendlier than I meant. (laughs) (laughs) That's not very friendly at all. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. All right. Uh, That's nine damage, and you need to make a strength contest against her. She's small in her gnome form. If she was full Nidhogg, I mean, the whole party might not be able to take her, but in her gnome form, strength contest. Okay. Uh, That's a one. (laughs) Five. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You're just a man. Uh, So she blasts you with a bunch of roots out of her palm that she summons. Uh, First of all, uh, you are going to have the spell Thorn Whip uh, saved in your creepy doll. So you can learn that after this fight. Mm -hmm. Second is you are yanked off your seagull. Uh, Well, I'm going to cast Misty Step. Callie just yanks you off the seagull with a, a, a fistful of roots. And you just teleport back into the saddle. Do you say anything? A little aggressive, but I like your style. Just, uh, you know, that way, maybe. <laughs> Next up uh, is Nifix. Nifix, you are facing Simon, also known as S1M0N, <laughs> the Secundus, uh, this long tubular man on on the back of his raven. He's had has an awkward posture because he's a long tube and he's kind of like laying down. <laughs> but what do you do? Okay, so... I'm I'm gonna do a spell, and my aim here isn't actually to do damage to Simon. It's to get his raven to drop him. No. Uh so I'm gonna cast Heat Metal on Simon. The spell specifies manufactured. I don't think it actually works on metal people. Do you wanna read that for Is, the audience? Uh oh, okay. I, I I don't know how the metal people work if they're ma- if they are manufactured people. I mean, aren't they technically? No, they're they're the naturally occurring species of Mechanus. Is he wearing any metal? <laughs> yeah, there's straps on the on the saddle. Okay, well, in in <laughs> that, this is less cool than I had imagined it in my head. I was imagining make make Simon get real hot, and he'll be fine. But like his raven again, tits is hot. I'm eating this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like the idea that you could bake him alive such that he wouldn't be hurt, but the raven would find well, that's, him unpleasant. That's what I'm going for. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I, is there any way I can make something to that effect occur? No. You can roll damage on heat metal. Let's, let's roll on heat metal. So, um, uh, any creature in in physical contact with the metal takes two d8 fire damage. That just happens. Mm-hmm. Roll damage. Uh, so that's fifteen damage that the heat metal does. Wow, that's really good. So yeah, you you warm up the uh, the straps on that, and your the raven's getting very antsy and thinking about bucking Simon off. Um, so we need a Constitution save from I guess the raven. Nineteen. Oh, that's gonna be enough. Okay. Uh, it doesn't have to throw or drop the object, but it does get disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. I don't know if Simon gets that as well, but so Simon says to you. Nifix, you never asked what my conduit is. What is your conduit? Oh, shit. I am the conduit of... Gun. (gasps) Oh, no! Is your gun metal? 
Uh, so uh, Simon rolls a 26 and a 29 as he takes his long, Ooh. spindly, daddy long legs like fingers and finger guns them at you, pulls the thumb triggers and blasts you with two um, magical streams, uh, just two magic bullets. Let's do some damage here. Conduit of gun. 18. Oh, that's, yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna hit me, huh? Okay. Yep, uh, Simon shoots you with his uh, long finger guns. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Uh, next up is Cordelia and your girlfriend, Lynette. I don't want to do things to you. You know I don't like to do the spells on you. <laughs> we have to make sure that you're not a slod. You could be undercover. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to cast Poison Spray on my girlfriend. That's a constitution saving throw. All right. Uh, 17. Oh, I'm 17. So, so Ty goes to the roll. Damn. Okay. Well, that's a cantrip, so nothing happens. So, Cordelia, you, you spray poison at her out of your uh, cameo? You know how, like... When you're getting to the end of a bottle of Windex, and like a little bit will come out, but it's very sad, doesn't go all the mm. way. Well, just gets carried away by the wind because you're in the middle of a midair race. That's right. So it's like, psst, psst, and then it just falls. She says, You know, I could have just taken your powers back. That wouldn't have been very much, that wouldn't be very fair, but you, you're using me to fight me. I don't know what you expect. That's like all I do now. Well, since you went to all the trouble of summoning me an air elemental with my powers, I guess I will. Oh. <laughs> Am I being punished? What'd you do? What did I do? I don't know. Uh, air elemental is going to swing one of its uh, gusty fists down on you. No. Oops, that was the wrong roll. No. Dexterity saving throw. That was damage already. I assumed I was going to hit. <laughs> I got too that excited. That is so fucking rude. <laughs> I know. Oh. Well, now you know what's at stake. 13? Nope, that's going to fail. Oh. So the air elemental, which is just like a person made out of wind, like the the air, the um, the wind titan from Disney's Hercules, just brings down a gusty fist down on top of you, hits you for 11 damage, and you need to make a dexterity save not to get blasted out of the saddle as well. 19. Yes, so you're great. You just wrap your tail around the, the what are they called, the reins. And uh, Lynette says, good job. Is that sarcasm or do you mean it? No, you did a, you did a great great save with your tail, your scaly taily. Thank you. Your, your cutie booty. Not in front of my coworkers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And next up is King Badass, who's facing down Morrow, the Knight of Nuts, a giant squirrel who is just absolutely <laughs> thrumming with energy, just physically shaking in the saddle. <laughs> Dope. Okay, quick question. Uh, first, to Lancelot. Hey, Lancelot, what does your conduit do? Uh, I can find things that are lost. Remember when you were hiding in a cave and I found you? Nope. All right, so you can't <laughs> deflect explosive nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Explosive nuts. Now, question. Are those birds real? Are what, what birds real? The birds they're riding on. Aren't they all riding on birds? Yes. <laughs> all birds are real, King. <laughs> That's a lie by the government. I don't remember the exact rules. Are we allowed to kill the amounts? No. <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> All right, fine. I want to jump onto Morrow's mount. Why <laughs> can't you just? Why can't you just be normal? I thought you said his mouth at just, first. I'll just make attacks, Austin. No, acrobatics. If you wanted to make an acrobatics no, check, I'm just gonna <laughs> attack. I was gonna jump onto his and then try to hip toss him right off the side of the mountain. Be cool, but whatever. You can acrobatics check if you want to. No, I rolled a twenty and nineteen and a twenty-one. Yeah, those all hit. I th- have you decided to call the spear the fly swatter? Is that what you settled on? I don't remember what I called it. Cool. You just want to cause chaos. You don't care about things like names or rules. <laughs> uh, so 34 damage. As a reaction, Morrow pops a huge nut into his mouth, which is a phrase I didn't realize was going to sound like that until I said it. Uh, chomps down on it, and there is a huge explosion, explosion of juicy healing fluids. Stop! Oh, not in his mouth. Come on. He ga- he gains uh, 15 temporary hit points, and so he's not one-shotted by King's uh, fly swatter, but he does take pretty severe damage. All right, and now it's Morrow's turn. He pulls out a huge nut with a big uh, comic like uh, bomb wick on it, and that's like a black nut with a big wick on it, right? Like a bomb? Yeah, a bomb nut. A bomb nut, yeah. Nut it- bomb. Uh, dexterity saving throw king as he hurls this at you. Uh, 19. Yikes, that's very good. So when the, the nut flies through the air and explodes, a giant net comes out. Uh, and you successfully roll out of the way. Um, or whatever you want to do, you want to bite through it, cut through it, you're cool. I just slash through it like a samurai would. <laughs> I'm sorry, one more time, what was that? <laughs> Alright, and you're going to take half damage from the explosion. Uh, so you take 15 damage, and it is now Blake's turn. Oh, I didn't give any Morrow any dialogue. Uh, you take f- you take 15 damage, and Morrow says, "I honestly, I didn't even think Morrow spoke. I thought he was just like the squirrels from the Looney Tunes cartoons. He was just like." <laughs> <laughs> what was that? So Morrow says, "Yeah, I'll pull you out of the sky." <laughs> I'm only not, I'm only still in this fight because I found out I couldn't cut your bird's head off. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm very curious to know what a Nidhogg is terrified of. Uh. So I'm gonna cast Phantasmal Killer on on that little girl. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's a Wisdom save. It's not dark. Yep. Wisdom saving throw. Oops, that's right. Uh. Eleven. That's a fail. That is a fail. Okay. So frightened. For uh, one minute, and at the end of their turns, before the uh, spell ends, you have to make another wisdom saving throw or take 4d10. And if uh, on a save, it, it ends. So, cool. All right, so you, Blake, don't get to see what is so terrifying. No, but that's fine. I'm sure it's horrifying. <laughs> it would probably render his mind asunder, so. <laughs> uh, what do worms hate? birds i guess <laughs> i mean yeah she, I, I mean she's I riding guess. a giant bird it's a little late for that that ship has kind of sailed and is there a bird that like could intimidate a nidhogg i don't i don't know could, could it be just the concept of deforestation <laughs> i mean they're they're so the bird that terrifies the nidhogg would be the hreshvelger from the top of the oh okay uh yggdrasil oh so I mean, there's a giant eagle on top of the on the top of the tree. So it's just like the g- g- genetic memory of a terrifying eagle. 
<laughs> the biggest bird. Um. All right. Nifix is. Oh no. Actually, it's Callie's turn. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna take. Do I take four d10 no matter what, or do I gotta save first? Uh, you gotta save first. All right. Um. Oh, she botched. Oh no. Oh, no. Okay, so that's very bad for her. Roll that damage. 28. Yike. All right, so Blake, this is how this round goes. She just whipped you off your uh off your seagull with her roots and you guys are having a fun back and forth and then you raise your coin up and she is suddenly struck by images of being attacked by the the primordial eagle from the the Yggdrasil and she just starts flipping out like a like a rodeo like one of those bucking things that you see in a bar a uh, bucking bronco a mechanical bull a mechanical yeah. bull was the phrase I was for yeah she starts flipping out like as if the like you know the raven's a mechanical bull trying to whip her off and she just goes spiraling through the air and she actually just yells out mr blake as she falls off the raven what do you do <laughs> oh my god it's so dark if you don't do anything, Nifix is going to. No, he's gonna he's gonna pull the French fry off of his uh, <laughs> fishing rod and throw it towards the Nidhog. All right, uh, animal handling with advantage. Okay, for the French fry maneuver. Twenty. All right, so yeah, Blake, you throw the French fry down after Callie, and the seagull swoops after it, and you grab her on the way down before she slams into the ground. Okay, no reason for anybody to actually get hurt here. Not getting paid enough. <laughs> uh, so your save, your your heroic maneuver uh, puts you back a little bit, but you do save Callie, and uh, you have ended that fight with her. So y- you won. Yay. So I think actually, like, yeah, the seagull like pulls back up into the race, has to do a quick, uh, a quick U-turn to go back and go fly through the magic ring. So you're not, uh, mm-hmm. you're not for, uh, forfeiting for cheating, and so you fall a little bit behind. But Callie says to you, "Thanks, Mister Blake. You're welcome, Callie. Just you know, maybe don't say my name. Why not? I like to keep a low profile. <laughs> not everybody always remembers. I'm surprised you remember." That's what that's what they called you on the way over here. They're like, you go after Mr. Blake. I don't actually know you. <laughs> Who? Lynette? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, I don't know what was it what the import of You're that was. You're keeping tabs of who's blabbing about you. Yeah. <laughs> He's keeping track of who knows him. <laughs> yeah. Callie says, Did you see that big fucking eagle? <laughs> uh no. No, I didn't. I must have missed it. You uh, really threw me for a loop when you knocked me off of the pigeon. Or off the gull. Cordelia taught me that word. What word? <laughs> Fucking. I sure did. <laughs> I, I bet she did. That, yeah, that sounds right. She's, uh... Try not to learn too much. Uh, Nifix, it's your turn. Simon is the conduit of gun, and he's gunning for you. Okay, um, Nifix is going to turn back to Simon and go, Not hot enough for you yet. I'm going to continue to do the uh, the, 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 the heat magic, because I don't have to use another spell slot for it, so that's another 2d8. Mm-hmm. 14! I'm getting good on these damage rolls for heat metal. Yeah, that's almost enough to do it. Yeah. So the, the 
the saddle uh, clasp are glow- glowing red hot, and you don't he don't you don't even make any saves. I think at this point, uh, Simon literally uses his gun fingers to shoot the the strap and just hurls it off the raven of his own accord. But uh, almost almost defeated him. It's his turn, and he says, "Good tactics, Nefix." Ah, I I'm good at knowing weaknesses and how to how to how to get at them. I I I, I can see weak points in boss fights. My victory will be more impressive having defeated your stratagems. <laughs> 16 and 30. Um, I suspect they both hit. Let me double check. I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, both those hit. Ooh, 29 damage. Oh, oh shit, that is, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, that that's just blasted you through the chest. I think maybe he, that was a little harder than he wanted. He just <laughs> full bore blasted you with his finger guns. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was ready for that. Sorry. You have one more round to defeat me before your defeat is inevitable. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got that right. (laughs) Cordelia, girlfriend time. Okay, I'm going to, because she gave me shit about using magic, I'm going to try to pickaxe her saddle (laughs) off. (laughs) All right, roll an attack. Eleven. Not even close. Oh, well... you just swing the pickaxe wildly through the air, and she just like the raven calls in your face, Caw! And Lynette's like, "Yeah, what he said. Come on." I'll get you later. Will you? I will not stand this humiliation. I think you will. <laughs> yeah, I usually do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I want to win. Let me win. No. <laughs> but I want to. Uh, she's going to use her uh, radiant girlfriend flame on you. Uh, dexterity saving throw. Oh no. Mm-hmm. The purple flame they used to kill Jean the Demon Queen. Oh no. No. Eighteen. Oh yeah, that's it. That's the stuff. Uh, so a column of purple flame descends from the sky, and you what? Just bat it out of the way with your your pickaxe now? Um, I would like to Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I'm uh, Morris Roderick. <laughs> you can't even keep your own dude straight. <laughs> he knows what he's about. It's about Tokyo Drifting. Okay. Uh, this is this is an interesting fight here. Uh, and we're back to King Badass. Morrow, your nuts are pretty tough. But in the end, I'm going to give them a good licking. <laughs> <laughs> 23, 23, and 19. All right, as a reaction before you roll damage, uh, Morrow's going to have one more desperation nut, and he's going to uh, flick uh, a tiny... He's going to flick a little nut at you, uh, make another dexterity saving throw. Uh, 15. Flick a little nut. Nope, that's not going to do it. Uh, So let me look at the damage here. Oh, boy. I gave Morrow the scariest stuff because I knew he was going to fight King. (laughs) That's smart. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so King, this final desperation nut is a uh, is it what's well, it's a tiny nut, but when it blows up, it is a gust of wind that tries to blast you back. First, take thirty nine damage as you're thrown uh, um, into the side of a building. Here, it's, tell me. So King gets blasted off of of uh, Lancelot by the the force of this nut. What do you do as you're flying through the air? You're de you're desaddled. Uh. King's going to be like, no, but I wanted to crush him. And then there's going to be a moment, like as he's flying through the air, slamming, like about to slam into the building, 
where a small light bulb goes off in his head. But it kind of fizzles out a little bit because, like, not all the brain power in there is super great. But King's going to use his lance, and he's going to... Uh, I don't know the best way to describe the motion, uh, but since we're already as filthy as possible right now, I guess it's kind of like uh, giving it a good tug to uh, pop a portal up above Morrow and then pop the second portal behind him before he smashes into the building. So then I'll go right down on top of Morrow. Okay, so so like you get blasted off of Lancelot. You're flying towards just this... Uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands ass building here in the suburbs and so you like slash with the lance against the wall and then hurl it at Morrow so when you, you when you hit the first portal you come out above Morrow where your where your lance is yeah and then you just roll damage on your attacks you already made Jesus uh and so plus four oh my lord five nine uh, so 50, 50 damage. He really fucked with the wrong lizard. <laughs> uh, so I assume you don't want to spend the rest of your life in jail. So this is a non-lethal attack. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's just really bad. Uh-huh. And then uh, King's going to say, your nuts are pretty good. Next time, let's have a real fight. <laughs> and what do you do? So you... I fucking toss him off the thing, and then I'm like, "Remember to shout out the fruit!" And then I'll hop on the Lancelot, get going. <laughs> okay, so you call, you fly down out of the portal, you bonk him in the head with your spear, and then as he's dizzy, you just pick him up in one hand and just chuck him, <laughs> yeah. and just fucking like, toss him over the side. Pineapple! <laughs> oh no! So King has won as well. Uh, Blake, do you want to join either of the two fights currently in progress? Uh, Nifix is closest. Uh, well, if I don't engage in the fighting, I could be focused on getting further ahead, so further ahead. I feel like I've probably got this. Yeah, I think- I just need to do one good attack before I get hit, It seems like it's fairly under control, and I need to regain ground. Alright, animal handling to pull back uh, up ahead of the pack. Oh, that's just a six. Yeah, that's very, very bad. Uh, That is not good. Without your French fry, the seagull is unmotivated. <laughs> that actually worked out very well. Yeah, yeah, it did narratively. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and so I think uh, Callie starts like rooting around in her backpack, and she says, "I think I have some trail mix, Mister Blake. I'm sorry, uh, Mister Human Man." <laughs> uh, yeah. Duh, I mean, whatever. If you got something like a granola bars, I mean, they'll really, literally eat anything. <laughs> All right, Nifix, it's your turn. Uh, Simon is uh, Simon thinks he has the kill shot. What do you do? Okay, this is my my chance to attack Simon before he completely wipes out all of my HP. Um, so I'm gonna use thunderclap. Uh, five. That ain't gonna do it. Yeah, so I'm gonna do 3d6 thunder damage. Alright, what's that look like? Uh, let's find out. 11 thunder damage. So you doom sa- you doom soundtrack him? Yeah, yeah, the heavy metal guitars are, are a-going. <laughs> yeah, so you thunderclap, like, boom, and the, the shockwave, I think, sends his raven into a, uh, hedge. Oh, uh, you, know, you, know, you know how this is, is stylized? Getting that that now very gothic aura out. Gonna act like it's a guitar hero uh, guitar. Just do one real big strum. 
Of course, yeah. And the the shockwave sends him through a perfectly manicured hedge and he goes like rolling across somebody's lawn. And the people are out there, you know, they're watching, they have lemonade, they love to see the big race and everyone rushes over and they're like, damn, you see that? He got fucking, got that gnome kicked his ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, we'll talk later about that whole uh, quest we were on. <laughs> I will be waiting for you. In a good way. That was not a threat, a veiled threat. <laughs> we have previously established we are meeting afterward. It is fine. Oh, God, there's so many people who want my autograph. Uh, so, yeah, I did it. Woo. All right. The only fight left is Cordelia and Lynette. Cordelia, you have not landed a finger on Lynette. Which is unusual, because... <laughs> <laughs> didn't even all right, mean it all right, like all right, that. All right, all right, I I'm gonna commit to the bit. Risk it for the biscuit. I I was just I really I gotta use the pickaxe. <laughs> okay. I need it to work because she made fun of me for it not working. Uh-huh. Fourteen. No, not even close. <laughs> no, no. Can I just like throw myself away and like <laughs> say I fall off my whale <laughs> for my pathetic performance? Okay, you want to roll to be histrionic? No, no, no. I won't actually. I think at this point you swing the pickaxe at her and she catches it with one hand, gives you a little smooch on the snoot, and then fires a spell right into your chest. Why? <laughs> Uh, 16? The, that's my double check. Yes, I am 15. Alright. Uh, you take 7 damage. It could have been a lot worse. It's a, a firebolt of the purple flame into your chest to blast you away. But in- I'm assuming you went easy on me on purpose. You're too cute to incinerate at point blank range. That's good. I know that now. Uh, King, it's your turn. You want to roll to, uh, get farther ahead in the race or do you want to go save cordelia from her girlfriend uh so first things first i want to say hey lancelot it looks like nifix is a little hurt do you want to give her some of that healing magic stuff because i guess you don't need to have people lick you anymore (laughs) only if you promise never to say the word nipples again i can't promise that but i'll try maybe so instead of getting back ahead in the race, uh, King's going to heal Nifix as part of his action. Uh, it goes back to Blake. All right. Well, let's uh, see if we can get some animal handling magic this time. No, that is that is a five. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Callie can't find the trail mix in her bag, and she says, Sorry, Mr. Man. I tried. Mr. Man? No, I. It's 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 not your fault. I... Yeah, he's he's thinking about just putting make the illusion of a French fry in front of it just to get it going. Oh, that would be really good. I mean, you are an illusion mage. Right. That'll be the next turn, I think. All right. So we're at Nifix's uh, initiative. I'll say this is where Lancelot comes over and says, healing word, spaghetti. <laughs> oh, why is my character being a god? <laughs> I want this friend. <laughs> uh, so you're healed up the rest of the way. Is there anything you want to say to Lancelot while he's here? Uh, th- thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lancelot. I appreciate it. 
if I win, I guess that means King wins and then he keeps the diamond, but it's okay because it makes the Aethar look good. So either one of us win and I guess the Furies get the diamond. So we're all on the same team. Yeah, it's it's cool. I don't need it for anything specific, so. You, you say bleeding from several gunshot wounds? Yeah. <laughs> Cordelia, girlfriend time. Uh... At the risk of getting in trouble with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. I'm gonna cast Ice Storm. Oh my lord! <laughs> She's strong. She'll be fine. All right. That is a dexterity saving throw. All right. Seventeen. God damn. Yeah. It, it's her magic. That's true. I my spell save is seventeen. All right. What happens? Uh, I tried to make, or, uh, I need to get out of the accent, I need to try to make an ice tornado to blow her away, but it's only, like, it's not like a full tornado, it's like a tropical storm. Mm Mm-hmm, you're telling me to behave, and now you're trying to blow me in front of everyone. Whoa. You know I love to blow. That is three... bludgeoning damage <laughs> that's just one bonk with an ice cube because i don't want to hurt her it has nothing to do with your bad roll and a seven of ice damage i rolled very well very poorly so she gets bonked by a couple ice cubes and she just gives you a look like you have to be cordelia no slod would get caught dead with these poor spells <laughs> Oh, now you know it's me. You let me win. Whoa, you know she turned Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm turning Italian because I'm too sad. Let me win. Let me win. Give me the diamond. I'm going to cast Gobblegool Storm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to throw you like a wet spaghetti. That was Russian again. I, I deleted Lynette. I don't know why. Maybe because I oh, know she. There she is. All right. Uh, so what is like, Lynette? Did she dump me? <laughs> Your accent's so bad. She dumps you. No. No. Actually, she's gonna she's gonna ice storm you back. You you want to start a snowball fight? Let's do it. I I did I did not say fight. It's just one way. Snowballs. 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 Deck safe. No, do not make me. <laughs> Lauren's just Lauren's exploring all kinds of sonic landscapes. <laughs> Nine. No, dog. Okay. That's eight bludgeoning. Rude. <laughs> and fifteen. So that's a total of twenty-three damage as her much bigger snowballs begin pelting you. I just want to win the diamond. I mean, if I win, you know I'm going to end up using the diamond on you. Oh, okay, you can win. (laughs) (laughs) No, you still have a job to do. No, I'm going to hang back with Morris. We're going to have sushi. He loves the sushi. He does. King, your turn. Whoosh! 19 to my animal handlings. All right, so actually, at this point, we're reaching the end of suburbia, and we're beginning to uh, transfer over into the actual urban landscapes of Sigil. Uh, so it's a lot more tall buildings, a lot more warehouses. This is a lot more of the uh, 
the lower socioeconomic ladder mm. of the city. So it's getting a little rougher around here. You notice as you pull up near Cordelia. Uh, do you want to say anything to uh, Cordelia and Lynette who are trading snow snow? <laughs> was that snow globes? I think I meant <laughs> snow cones, but that's not any better. <laughs> what topping goes best on pizza with ham? A pineapple. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know. I did that on purpose. <laughs> do you want a chicken fight with stupidity, Chris? Let's do it. No way, Cordelia. Did you disqualify yourself in the race? Uh, if I really want to, but maybe I shouldn't. I think it's really funny. Do you want to do I that? I only have 15 health, so I mean, and like, uh, Lynette already said she'd use the diamond on me, so I don't really give a fuck. Okay, here's what's gonna happen. You, when you say that to King, you pop out of existence. You and your uh, giant beluga whale just boop, are gone. Uh, now, because Cordelia shares the same powers with Lynette, uh, Lauren, you were gonna play Lynette. Give me her powers. So you have the same powers, basically. So uh, just heal up with your uh, hit dice, and you're gonna do the same thing. But we're gonna cut to Cordelia in a second because now Lauren gets to have two adventures. Oh fuck. Ooh. Um. So yeah, th- that fight's over. <laughs> Lynette is just left dumbstruck. She turns and looks at you, King. Lancelot told me to ask that to everybody I met in the race. Oh, so Lancelot's a conniving little bitch. <laughs> Don't put that on my characterization. I'm, ar- <laughs> I'm already hated enough. The Discord says you're done for. Who cares? You want to go, you little elephant bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That would be a very funny gambit, but I don't want to take credit for it. I kind of do want a fisticuff. All right. So right now, King and Cordelia are in the lead. Nifix and Blake are behind. Cordelia is not not in the lead of anything. Cordelia is poolside enjoying a beverage. I am gone. I am drinking a a daiquiri. Uh huh. So Cordelia, you've been uh, teleported to like uh to the cool down tent to the physical uh therapy area to the to where like medical supplies are and stuff there's like a bunch of you know nurses and people who volunteer to help racers who are injured it's near the starting line so like as the race finishes you'll be able to see them approaching uh so yeah you want us to have a daiquiri you want to sit uh, uh is there juicing cookies like when you donate blood yeah you want some cookies i want some cookies i want some juice and then i'm gonna take a magnifying glass out of my purse because I'm a detective now. Uh-huh. And I want to do some some recon. I just want to do some scoping out from the outside of the race. Okay, so this is an entirely unplanned side quest. I kind of love it. Roll investigation. All right. Very Miss Fisher's murder mysteries. I rolled an eight. Very bad. Uh, I'm, I'm the worst investigator. So, Cordelia, you pull out a magnifying glass, and I mean, you can fly, so I think you just float up, and there's like a magical uh, barrier. You can't just fly into the track and uh, interfere with the race, but you're going skirting around the edges looking for stuff. Um, with an eight, not very good. Let's say uh, you you start flying around and you get lost uh, in the, this is like the really nice district, right? So you probably, or maybe you just find yourself in like an upscale boutique and you're just like i just want to check out what kind of jewelry they have real quick and then i'll get back to my investigation uh may i have some artisanal cheeses <laughs> okay you're gonna take a cheese break a charcuterie plates while i shop i cannot believe you've done this to my race lord <laughs> <laughs> you can't i no, i super can 
Um, but that's what's happening there. Uh, cut back to the race. Uh, what is everyone doing? We have the the order. Uh, Lynette, King in front, Nifix, Blake in back. Uh, oh, shit. I'm still here. Huh? I'm, I'm Lynette. I forgot I was Lynette for a minute. <laughs> ah. Uh, Callie is still on the back of Blake's ride. She hasn't pineappled out, but she presume she's out of the race because she lost her mouth. But she's just chilling for now. Which is fine. She's not really. She doesn't weigh much. She's a gnome. Hey, Callie, how are you doing? Pretty good. My dad says you have any more barbecue sauce. Yeah, I can bring some the next time I'm down there. He's very big and hungry. I'll make up as much as I can. <laughs> they're shouting because the Blake's at the back, King's at the front. <laughs> so they're just f- screaming into the wind. Nifix, in an attempt to sort of catch up with the pack a bit, is going to use Enlarge Reduce on the Wasp to make the Wasp bigger so it can fly faster. Oh, Does that yeah. sound logic? Yeah, Giganta Wasp is good. Yeah. Bigger wings mean go faster. Uh, so uh, why don't you animal handling with advantage? Uh, seven on the first roll, 17 on the second. There we go. All right, Nifix and her giant wasp pulls up to the rest of the pack. Blake, you were discussing a stratagem earlier. Yeah, so I'm going to cast a major image just ahead of the seagull of a very, very fresh, as in about a week and a half old, lying in the sand, French fry. Jeff the seagull. <laughs> I rolled seven. Both times. Twice. Seven and seven. I mean, that's good in a casino, I think. You want sevens. No, because you need three. Isn't that alcohol? It is. It's seven up and uh, I think Seagram's gin. All right. So, Blake, with your sevens, you and Callie are just having a back row vacation. Yep. Uh, so, King is going to say, so you can find lost things? Yeah, when you guys were lost in Mount Celestia and you were huddling in a cave, hiding from all the angels, I could I sensed you because of my conduit, and then I came and found you, and then I was like, hey, do you want to help me do a thing for my club? And then we became friends, and then there was arguing. <laughs> it's Lancelot me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good person, people. Can you find lost people all the time? I don't know what you mean by that. I want to help you, but your words are so confusing. (laughs) What about the lost slotty we're trying to find? I understand why you'd think that. It's a little bit more complicated. If he Why do you have to have a complicated conduit? I'm sorry. Listen, if Babel had fallen in a ditch and couldn't get up and was like, help, help, then I could find him. But he's not. He's he's 500 different toads on many... (laughs) Toad? Toad? He's he's 500 different toads running around doing crime. That's not lost. Oh, okay. Let's go faster. (laughs) You really got over that quick. I thought you were going to be mad at me. Why would I be mad at you? Because my conduit didn't solve all your problems. That's okay, buddy. We'll figure it out together. And if you fall in a ditch and can't get up, I'll be able to find you. Whoa, that's really helpful. You're like a 911 call, but forever and always. I thought I think of it more as like a metal detector for people, but okay. I don't know what the thing that you mentioned is, but it sounds cool. <laughs> You you can't put context clues of metal and detector together? 
What's the context? Okay, is that a is that a nine for animal handling? Yes. Yeah. So this Lancelot's too busy arguing with you to go any faster. Uh, L- Lynette, what are you up to? Oh, hello. Hi, it's me, Lynette. I'm trying to do the voice that Austin did, but I'm not Austin, so it's hard. <laughs> no, you can just do uh, just generic weeb. You're a generic weeb. Exactly. Hi, Lynette. Hey, so I've been me- I've been wondering something, and I hope I hope you don't mind me asking. Uh huh. You killed you killed you killed your girlfriend, and then started dating them. Why did you decide to date them the second time and not just kill them again? I've been I've been curious about that. What what was the distinction between kill and fuck? Well, kill was kind of a, a necessity, is a thing that had to be done because she was really causing a ruckus. And, and is she causing less of a ruckus now? <laughs> well, now it's the it's less showy, and she's unbelievably charismatic. I don't know how somebody can have so much charisma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who she is, but she sounds very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know... Sometimes you kill people and then you date them. It happens. <laughs> I can't say I've ever been there, but sure. How did you get all these people together to make a team? Uh, but yeah, I just was like, oh, there's a race. I love to race. Oh, my girlfriend gets killed a lot. Maybe I can use a diamond to stop her from getting killed another time. Because we are running out of money. <laughs> oh, wait, we're in a race. Let's not go fast. I got a 10. So I'm steadily increasing Austin. <laughs> steadily just to the tippy top. You're just like cracking Lancelot's reins and he's just like looking up at you like, please stop that, King. Faster! No! Let's go faster than any human's gone before! You're not even a human. Oh. <laughs> now that you say that, I have to ponder some things. You don't. <laughs> Are you losing intelligence? Let's stop off at this cafe. I've got some thinking to do. And by cafe, I mean Hardee's. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't been to a Hardee's in so long. King will pull out his book that everyone likes. Hold on. They updated iOS, so it takes me longer to get to my thing. <laughs> What do you like to do in your free time? Um, you know, I like to, uh, hang out with Cordelia. We do stuff and things that we don't need to discuss in front of the children here. Um, sometimes we take cooking classes. I've been trying to go to one of those wine and paint nights, but the problem is, is that... She gets mad, and then she tries to kill the teacher, and it's just a really big, you, you gotta pay for that when she wrecks the classroom. Uh, so mostly we stay home and watch Netflix and, you know, kill people and hang out with our Gustav. Oh, I can teach you how to cook. I already know, I just, I want to learn fancy cooking, I don't think. I can make fancy things. What's a chiffonade? Kazoo tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm staying with Anastasia now. 
So I hang out less, but there's more cuddle piles, and that's fun. What do you do in your free time? I cook and play with my daughter a lot. Also, I do sit-ups. My record is 10,000, but I hope to hit 10,010 by the end of the year. Well, bless your heart. Why, is something going to happen to it? Man with a boring face, how are you doing over there? Well, I, you know, I was thinking about becoming a philatelist. What does that mean? You know, stamp collecting. Jesus Christ, you're the most boring thing ever. I'm I'm going to turn around now. I can't talk to Blake anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's your girlfriend's roommate and you, you don't have anything to talk about with him and nothing in common he starts talking about stamps there's no saving this conversation <laughs> i'm a i'm a raven lady what do i care about stamps nifix offers to talk to you about literally anything in the world other than stamps man why do people collect stamps you could collect so many cooler things bones uh smooth rocks I, I I feel like part of it is is fear that one day they'll need to post something and they really won't want to go to the post office and they just want to have a collection on standby. That's that's so much postage. What kind of giant package? I don't know. Your bone collection. Is it a body pillow or a bed? It's a certain kind of thing to the history of of stamps and how they change and what we choose to commemorate and at what points in history. And so I can understand some of the attraction to stamp I mean, collecting. I feel like history and collecting, just get antique furniture and shit. Yeah, but also, like, if you accidentally knock over your Mountain Dew, that whole collection is just gone. Yeah, that's just a bad... Yeah, it is not a sturdy collection. What do you collect, Nifix? Oh, um, I collect, um, I collect copies of video games where the, the, the names have been mis misspelled. Um, I have, like... That's much more fun. Yeah, I have all the misspelled copies of The Legend of Zaldo. What's your favorite bootleg? Oh, oh, that's easy, that's easy. Um, uh, there's this knockoff of two weeks called Fortnite. It's a really, oh, they got the names so wrong. Oh, wow, I love that. That's so yeah. delightful. Hey, Blake! I like your stamp collection. I think it's cool. <laughs> I I also collect stamps. Like, one time, I stamped on a sidewalk, and one time, <laughs> I stamped in the backyard. Stamps are fun! They sure are, king. What do I rolled to go faster away from them? <laughs> Uh, so between uh, some smokestacks up ahead in like an industrial uh, district, you see two racers astride uh, wyverns. Wyverns are very much like dragons. Oh, I believe uh, it's pronounced wyvern, Austin. I I've heard that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm prepared to be wrong in this one. <laughs> I don't know why, but I want to die on this nope, hill. I agree. I, re I refuse to acknowledge you're wrong. You're right, Austin. Don't let them tell you differently. Okay. They're very much like dragons, except instead of having four limbs and then wings on their back, their front limbs are their wings. They're, they have only four limbs instead of six, like dragons. Um, and also, they're, they have the intelligence of an, like, an animal, as opposed to dragons, which are like hyper genius, like way above humans. This is just like 
you know, a, a smart horse, essentially. That's what Wyverns it's Mr. are. Ed. Hmm? It's Mr. Ed. Mr. Oh my Ed. god! They can't talk. They're they're just uh, animals that happen to be shaped like dragons. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. <laughs> and no one can talk to a horse, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but uh, as you get closer, you see who who are riding these wyverns. I'm looking at these images that Austin's putting in the roll twenty, and like my my first instinct was like, is this just like some goths art collection? Because we've got a skull and someone sad in a boat. <laughs> It's Sharon and Cato. It sure is. The psychopomps, they're just having a romantic uh, stroll. Not a stroll. A romantic flyover. Uh, the... Oh, are you guys back together? Uh, they're pretty far ahead of you. If you say it with that tone of voice, they cannot hear you. <laughs> hey, are you guys back together? <laughs> Can I speed up with the power of love? I think everybody can speed up with the power of love. Let's cut back to Cordelia. You've finished your uh, charcuterie adventure, Cordelia. Hmm, very curious. No gruyere. Do you want to roll something else or cast a spell to do some investigations? Okay, so I'm thinking, yeah. I would, if I were you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to kill you next time I see you in person. <laughs> I'm going to cast a cast. I'm going to roll Sir... Survival, because I don't think they're animals. Eleven. Oh. You didn't finish your sentence. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, so I rolled survival to try and track their little footprints or something. Any, like, slotty goo or... Okay, so you did a goo roll. I did a goo roll and I failed terribly. Uh, yeah, you failed pretty badly. So, I th- you, so you left Roderick back at the chill-out tent? Um, if he's going to die, yes. But if he won't be hurt, then no, because I love him. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's yours. I think you rented him from the race association. The I'm very charismatic. I asked if he could have a little play date with me. Uh-huh. Uh, so, with an 11, I don't think you find any slod goo, as you were hoping, but I think, uh, I think you, you head back to pet Roderick, because you can't find any goo, and I think you run into Morrow. Oh, Morrow, how is your nut? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it like that. Oh, yes, I do. I have sworn a blood oath to kill the lizard! <laughs> Oh, I understand. He can be infuriating, but maybe do not kill him. He will most certainly destroy you first. I will know his bones! Uh, so, Maro, do you know about any Sladi? Hmm, does, would, would Maro know any Sladi? Help, I need some Sladi. What is wrong with you? <laughs> not, <laughs> I had a lot of caffeine today. Uh, no, I don't think Morrow knows any, um, knows any slotty facts. He's a squirrel. He lives on the Yggdrasil, very far away from slot territory, but he can assist you in your investigation. Um, I'm going to give him my tiny magnifying glass. Uh, please, Morrow, I am very bad at investigating. I feel like you are good at it because you are a little crazy. <laughs> uh, do you want to go on a fun uh, detective adventure with me, since we're both out of the race? Let me find my CSI nuts! <laughs> yeah! 
He has like a, a fucking uh, nut that makes luminol. He has a nut that does oh. fingerprints. He has a nut that's uh, electro electro. I was I was thinking it was like sunglasses, and the the eyes are shaped like nuts. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> that's what they do in CSI Miami after they go yeah. <laughs> oh, Maro, wow! Uh, who knew you were such a criminologist in your spare time? I just have a lot of nuts. Do you have enough for everything? Try me, bench. Do you have a death nut? I, th- I think he threw quite a few death nuts at King. That's true. Okay, uh, small friend, do all the work because I am bad. Uh, I think Maro th- starts throwing nuts of detect magic and detect good and evil and all the detection nuts just randomly <laughs> all over the, like in the crowd and in behind you know in the city streets and it's just going bananas just throwing these things. It's weird because whenever I pull my nuts out, I'm the one that gets <laughs> detected. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's what's happening. Cordelia has <laughs> enlisted Morrow that King took out of the race to help in her uh, off-race uh, quest. Nut venture. Mm-hmm. Uh, back with the rest of the crew, you catch up to uh, Sharon and Cato astride their wyverns. Oh, what are you guys doing here? Well, hello there, Lynette. What happened to Cordelia? She's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I wouldn't have said it, but now that you have, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna smile and I'm gonna nod. Yeah, I mean, she's my idiot, but... Why are you guys in the race? Are you guys on a date? We're just good friends. We can hang out. It's not, it doesn't have to be a whole production. We're adults. I want to do, I want to do an insight check. Yeah, I do too. Uh, uh, 26. 12. King, you 100% know that they're hiding something. <laughs> Are you guys semantically involved again? Oh, shit, y'all fucking? <laughs> Kato says, well, hey, now, that's not very appropriate. We got uh, Callie here. She's, I think, the equivalent of, like, 16 in our understanding of age. Callie, what do you say? I thought she was a baby. <laughs> Clappy says, it doesn't translate cleanly. I know, like, most stuff that, like, young adults do. Yeah, Young adults know about fucking. (laughs) I mean, personal experience. I mean, it's not untrue, as far as I recall. My word, Lynette, in front of everyone. Got a problem? I thought you were supposed to be the responsible one. Uh, I'm responsible as far as not throwing weapons at people when I shouldn't be, but I mean I'm a nasty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) King is gonna raise his hand. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, that says yes, King. So, is everyone we know in this race? I mean, it is the Goddardameron Grand Prix. Everyone who's everyone is in it. It is open to the public, so. Um, Kato, I got a question. Um, are you just going to let us pass and go ahead of you because um, we're on one of your missions and it would benefit us to go forward? Well, I think there's strength in numbers. I think it'd be best if we teamed up, don't you? Yes, with us in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not be too hasty. And I think Sharon pipes up at this point and says, Oh, actually, I don't think uh, any believers of the source have entered the race. That would be a 
highly hypocritical and embarrassing for them to be seen in the race. So I don't think we'll be, I don't expect we'll be seeing Anastasia or Camilla or Lloyd. Okay. Now I have to run through the rest of my head to be like, are there any other <laughs> fucking NPCs? And I just imagine to see Scar like flying by on like a very small, like flying pig. underneath. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very good. Um, so there's a lot of slotty and I'm a little concerned by the sheer number of them that we're hearing about. See, for, for your question about the slotty, my plan is if we can find like the main one, I'm just going to use this and Nifix waves around the ore. I reckon that'll probably deal with the problem. Well, it's not like a, it's not like a vampire situation where you kill the sire, you kill the rest. Lauren, are you intentionally doing this? Every time. Okay. (laughs) What do you think? I'm an idiot? I can't tell, dude. I know you're high. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So is Conrad. Yeah. It's true. Thank you, Conrad. Um, Do you have anything that can help us go faster in the race? (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah, first of all, I established the air elemental whooshed away when Cordelia got uh, yoinked out of the race, so that's gone. Um, I think Cato says, what? We're, we're running pretty far ahead right now. How about uh, we, we form a kind of defensive perimeter around us and uh, you know, more focus on protecting us from other races than just charging ahead? Uh, 22 on insight. Yeah, I mean, you already know they're hiding something. These are slotties, aren't they? Uh, how do how do you tell what a slotty does? Well, oh, we just had we could just ask a question only they'd know the answer to. I thought you two had gotten broken up and you weren't going to get back together though. Wasn't there some reasons behind that? Well, King, we're adults. We can hang out and be friends. Just because we aren't romantically together anymore doesn't mean we can't spend a nice evening flying through the air. But you're hiding something. That's quite an accusation. Yeah. Um, Nifix uses Zone of Truth. Uh, five. Uh, they fail. King usually has good instincts. Um, what you hiding, buds? You know, it's very rude to cast magic on someone without the permission, Nifix. I think probably it'd be best if you hang back and create that defensive perimeter we were talking about. Probably, but, you know, also you're not answering the question in the truth zone. So while while, while we're at it, I, I, I'm going to go with King's question and just go, are you a slotty? Are you, you going to answer that one for me? Can you say no to that? Are you a slotty? No, I'm not. Can you answer the question? <laughs> uh, destructive wave <laughs> the answer to that is going to be a pulse of necrotic damage for everybody um, oh one second one second before that happens alright uh, I want to cast counter spell on that destructive wave so destructive wave is a fifth level spell I think you might need to roll something uh, yeah just a sec um if it's casting a spell of fourth or higher, uh, make an ability check. Okay, yeah, using my spell casting ability, the D- the DC is ten plus the spell's level, so I need to get above a fifteen. Fifteen, I hit the I hit the target. 
Okay, so Kato and uh, Sharon, their bodies twist and stretch and squash to reveal that they are actually two slotty. One blue and one green. Uh, the one we saw in the first arc was red. They're the ones that are like humanoid size with uh, wolverine bone knuckle claws. These two are specialized even further. The blue is enormous. This one, it's like twice the size of the red you saw before. And instead of having like knuckle knives, it has knuckle swords. They're just incredibly huge. Austin, uh, this, I can this... only get so aroused. Please stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that's the blue one, the physical expert. The green one is the magic expert, and it does not have any uh, visible uh, bo- bone claws that you see right away. They actually have a different method of reproduction. They spread a disease called the chaos phage. I probably should have made you roll for that, but that's fine. Uh, so the green one, the one that looks most toad-like, actually, is the one that tries to destructive wave everyone when Nifix questions under Zone of Truth. But uh, Nifix, you, I guess, air guitar that out of the air? Um... Picture it like someone trying to play Wii Sports Tennis, knocking it back with the oar. Maybe the uh, maybe the Ganondorf fight in Ocarina of Time, where you're playing uh, sword tennis with the bolt of, of lightning. All right, so you knock the destructive wave back, and both the Slotty immediately start gibbering at you. In principio, creava de deskia kele meteram. Gazutite. Terra et iam ere ineses et cavacua in terrebar subrafistifiam ebisiae et terspertios. Hey, we know we c- you can talk common. You did it like six seconds ago. Uh, the green one is going to fire a fireball at dexterity saving throw, everyone. Fourteen. Fourteen. Twenty-one. Five. I'm so sorry, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a man. Only Nifix saves. Uh, that's, oh my lord, 36 damage as a fireball fucking explodes in the middle of this pack. And everyone is blasted back. Oh. Um, I get, now we're in initiative order. A green and a blue slotty against the team. Uh, Cordelia, you and Morrow are on an adventure still? Yeah, just blissfully unaware. Uh-huh. Just like, oh, maybe there's a slotty under this rock. <laughs> or behind this tree I love that are you guys buddies are you talking about anything or is he just shrinking about he's gonna kill king and you're just like cool 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 I'm like you know he was kind of mean to me for a minute wait hold on he was kind of mean to me for a minute but you probably shouldn't kill him he's probably like a hundred times bigger than you and honestly I really like you <gasps> You like me? You're a neat little, f- yeah. You're a neat little crazy guy. I feel that. Uh, he is full body convulsing with excitement. You know, it's uh, the let us uh, make chaos and throw bombs. It's very fun. You love to throw bombs. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, how do you feel about Sladdy? I never met one. Uh, so if. Oh, we needed help maybe um, killing some. You would not be opposed. I don't care. As long as I stay away from the tree. Yeah, honestly, I feel like they would be all up on your tree if they had the chance. Motherfuckers! All up on it. I'll kill them! it with their little fingers! Unacceptable! (laughs) So now we know. (laughs) 
Uh, we're on team no slot. <gasps> Wait. You see, uh, Maro has caught a scent of something. He's just throwing nuts <laughs> into the street. They're exploding, just blowing up fire hydrants and stop signs and stuff. But one of them, uh, c- uh has like a sparkle dust that catches some kind of magic in the air. And, uh, Maro chases off after it. He's found a trail using his detect magic nuts. I'm coming with him. Uh, you follow Maro uh, through a back alley, up a fire escape, and up into a tall building uh, that is along the race route. So it's kind of, it's like on the edge of the race, and you can, if you were to stand on this building, you could look out over the race. Uh, do you want to make any rolls or any spells as you're climbing up the fire escape? I'm going to cast Invisibility on myself. Maro, do you have any Invisibility nuts for yourself? Way ahead of you! Okay, great. We go silent and unseen like a tiger. He crunches a, an invisible nut. You couldn't even see him holding it, and now he's gone. God, he's the best. Why did we take Morrow to begin with? <laughs> uh, so you invisibly uh, climb this uh, fire escape up into this building, and you begin uh, like looking around trying to find the source of this magic. Why don't you roll Perception. How terrible of a person does it make me if I say this all feels very JFK? (laughs) I don't know if that is a moral judgment on you. 15. Yeah, that's good enough uh, because the person you're tracking had no reason to believe a crazed squirrel with magic nuts would have been doing this thing to find them. (laughs) So 15 is actually good enough. Um, you're, you climb through this building. You don't see anybody on this floor. You go up to the next floor and um, you see you find a door up to the roof. The door handle on the door to the roof has been bent in such a way as to prevent someone from opening it. Oh, well, I mean, finally, I can use my pickaxe today. <laughs> All right. So there's a there's a locked door. What do you do? The door to the roof is obstructed. Oh, you botch. I rolled. I I rolled a pickaxe attack. Uh huh. And I botched. All right, so Cordelia, you you stalk through this building invisibly. You get to the the roof access door. You jam your pickaxe in the door, and then you just karate kick the pickaxe so hard. Uh, you bend the pick on your on your axe. Every time you use that pickaxe, something. Honestly, I'm starting to think this thing is cursed. And <laughs> hey, Myro, would you like a pickaxe? It's too big! Okay, fine. Uh, do you have a lock-picking nut? A door-opening <laughs> nut? Worst-case scenario, I guess we'll just blow the thing up open, but then I feel like that's a waste of our invisibility, so... Yeah, I will say I think you made en- enough noise trying to pick axe the door that you hear something on the other side and you know you only have seconds to make a decision here sounds like what you want to be doing is either getting on the other side of the door to see what happens or yeah probably just actually that first one but um so i have eldritch blast so i'm gonna use that to just blast open the handle all right so you raise your cameo and you just blow the door off the hinges yes uh, the door f- flies off onto the roof and clatters onto the, the stone surface of the roof. And you rush out? Yes. All right. And you see. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't even warn you this was a, p- a possibility. Oops. It's fine. It's just the lady of pain upstairs. She's just hanging out. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong door. Goodbye. <laughs> Don't step in her shadow. Credit keepers, Austin Yokai and Spooky Licious. Nerd. No one got Austin Yokai when I did it because Americans have no culture. I did. Are you doing Austin Gorski again this year? Oh, I guess that's more accessible. Should I be Austin Gorski? It's good. Okay, I'll be Austin Gorski. We're getting spooky here. Mm hmm. Uh, ooh, debt collector. <laughs> now I'm spooked. <laughs> Ooh, responsibilities. I am. I'm already thinking about pumpkins and bats and candy. I do like candy. All right, October 2019 credits. I have a special spooky Halloween announcement, which is I went through and I changed it from alphabetical to pledge. So now if you want to stunt on the rest of the community, you can get on the top of the list by having uh, more success in our capitalist system. That seems rude. Is it? Yeah, man. Let the, can't let the poor play too, I say, as a poor. People were gaming the system. They were just putting more and more uh, punctuation at the beginning of their name to skip it to the top. And Austin's having none of that. <laughs> no, also, I just realized I could do that. I'm extremely dumb. Executive producers for Halloween 2019. No, <laughs> oh, that's what this month is called, Halloween. The whole month is Halloween. Joseph Tombrello. Extellaris. Jade. Squire of Sir Octopus. <laughs> Octopus. Arcanist of Rylea. Brent. Still every episode of Dice Funk. Goatly. Devin, conduit of evolution. <gasps> I bet there's gonna be some new Eevees for Sword and Shield. Oh fuck! Give me that new Eevee. Ah, the cult of Gorfinex. <laughs> That's the sound of you looking for your place. Your Rob, Rob Dakin, conduit of delay. Johnny is my celebrity hall pass. Fuck you too, Austin. See, that makes sense. I would fuck Johnny. Paul Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> Alice in the Purple, conduit of TPK and first D&D sesh ever. And my boyfriend was DM, which means he's ex- either extremely funny and cool or very bad at DMing. <laughs> both are good options. Toshiro Kuro, conduit of forgetting both my password and birthday and hoping I... And then ran out of space. Toshiro Kuro forgot a lot of things this month. <laughs> oh, fuck. Andrew Grothin. Francois V. Hedron Master. Lord General Bone Shitter. Oh no, you just spoiled my villain for the next arc. Lord General <laughs> Bone Shitter is a very good name. Uh, Nephis Decidia, a lonely gay sheep. Random. Conduit of Would You Like a Hug? Vinny, conduit of Boo Jobs. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was Boob Jobs or Blow Jobs, but spooky. They're both good though. Or if it's just like, ooh, jobs are spooky. Oh, yeah, I guess jobs are spooky. You're the goat man now, Doctor. Z23619. Kevin Dobbins. Anthony, patron of Dora. Morgan Rapp. Am too sad to be funny. Sparkle. Oh no, Sparkle. 
Pet a cat. We need a new holiday for depressed people. That could be our jam. That's called the whole year. <laughs> All right, sing uh, next one. Let's talk about snacks, baby. Let's talk about you, Auntie. Tis I, Zedster. 69 Spoopy 420, Sean by Lauren's Ludes. <laughs> a Bozog blew my cover eight, full of hate, now we skate. <laughs> a buddy cop movie starring Drop Goodwood and Blake Ferris. I feel like having Conrad and Johnny in the same call. It's a powerful amount of whiteness. Oh, I was going to say, it's either going to be a disaster or the funniest thing ever. I love them. I'm just saying the the caucasity is off the charts. Pot kettle, Austin. A werewolf the Chinese menu in his hand. Aaron Norgard. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Aftershock, conduit of Austin's favorite date ooze. (laughs) Agent Hedgepiggle. Aki Savalainen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. An otter eating a jack-o'-lantern. I saw that video and I sent it to you. I know, I sent it to a lot of other people. (laughs) It's gone viral now. Andrew Birmingham. I hope otters like pumpkins, you know? I feel like everybody likes pumpkins because it's like delicious it's a universal flavor yeah andrew fedgy there's a pronunciation guide because i can't talk words andrew fedgy conduit of candles and the burning thereof i'm here for it andrew r andy harkins anna anna conduit of procrastination antonio conduit of snacks arachnival worshiper of the spider queen and conduit of halloween b-day nrg Happy birthday? That's an extremely metal birthday to have is Halloween. Hell yeah. Yeah. Ariadne, conduit of sick threads. I like the mythology pun. Arjun de Koning. <laughs> <laughs> I just read it. Ash spent $120 on Lauren's titty. <laughs> you sure did. Austin Korgsky, conduit of best boy itself. Austin! More Skeksis voice. <laughs> the people Isaac, crave it. Conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. The people have spoken. Becky Toothill, pro- property of Janiac. Beef Swellington, conduit of meat. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B Ray Echo. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this one in the Skeksis voice this month. How do you feel about that? I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Before we continue, I gotta say, I got tiny nips. (laughs) Blackstone, conduit of you on T. Lauren, buying Lauren's titty picture. Blue six. Boness, or is it bones? Every month. Brady, conduit of spooky, scary skeletons, and shivers down your spine. Button, nut, nut, button. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all caps buy wendy's meat cube i'm actually out here i'm a wendy's stan i don't really have fast food or caffeine or anything fun anymore because i'm dying but wendy's meat cube cubes rule callum i swear to fuck dude moose better be real turner <laughs> i had considered that it's a psyop oh no moose cameron abbas candace listen to dice funk starling Caretaker of Her Majesty Elizabeth Ann Buckleberry of the Sire. Oh boy, that's a word. Sirhoptolim. I bet that's just like a scientific name for like a flower or something. Sirhoptolim? 
I'm going to Google that while you read the next one. You're going to Google that while I take a sip of my water because my mouth is dry. Damn, dude. I called this one from space. This is a 3.1 from the other side of the court. Seroptolim is a, ge- a genius of orchids. Oh, orchids are dope. I have them on my back. Carried oh. one. Conduit <laughs> of crushing loss in a respectful, non-horny way. I forgot about your tattoo. I was like, well, are you just covered in flowers? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> are you about? okay, dog? Chance. Conduit of wasted potential. Charlie. Jonathan Holmes is a lovely boy. Chocolate. We should have Jonathan Holmes on an episode. Okay. <laughs> you don't know who that is, do you? No. Is that Jonathan from Road Rules? Yes, it's Jonathan uh, Holmes from Road Rules. Jonathan okay, off Road Rules. Yeah, his last name is from Road Rules. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, conduit of bad decisions, Wally. Christman, the resurrected, looking for brains to snack on. He's a lich, not a zombie. We've established this previously. Nerd! Christopher Charlow. Coho Blast. Completely legit Callum Turner. Callum, your name raises more questions than it answers. Oh no, there's two. Now they gotta fight each other. Oh my god, they almost knocked that past me. They have to fight. That's fair. Corm is about to start his dream job. Follow your dreams. Good job. I'm proud of you. Cormac the Knife, Conduit of Knives. <laughs> I mean, if you know who you are, you know. Cause Midnight. Cause Conduit of Dark Matter. I know that's just like a space thing, but it's also the final boss of one of the Kirby games, and I'm picturing that guy. It's extremely good. Is he cute? No. The final boss of every Kirby game is like a terrifying uh, horror monster. You know who's cute? Dogs. King DGD. I like King DGD. He's a bear. He's a penguin. <laughs> what did you say? I said King Dedede is a bear. He is? Do you, not the animal. The, never mind. Counterfifth. Oh, no. I just got it. Thank you. Sierra Saldana, prophet of R and Jesus. Q, spooky cumber. Bitch. Spooky. <laughs> oh, okay. Daniel Marsden, conduit of unnecessary consonants. Daria, go freaking right. Davis Fridley. Donning Frost. <laughs> Deathworm Jim, conduit of goblins. Goblins? I think they want us to say it like that. Goblins. Our patented goblin voice. Catch him in bed with a goblin. Decibel. Dennis Pancake Detlifson. DM Tao, now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Don Johnston. Dorian, conduit of devotion. Doctor 101. Doctor Izix. Dragon Nexus, conduit of taking too long to support you. Don't feel bad. I don't have. I can't support half the artists I like. It's, oh yeah, it's it's hard out there, homie. But I appreciate everyone who can, like Dylan and Rylan or Dylan and Rylan. The same joke we make every month. The dog. Uh, I'm just gonna fuck it up again. Dylan huh? and Rylan or Dylan and Rylan. The dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning. Also, dishes. Dylan, conduit of. Well, come on, Dylan. You're going to make me say this with my mouth? It's the only mouth I have, Dylan. Dylan, conduit of panties on your head. I don't even like the word panties. It's not It's not for me. Ebrand, spoke, spoke, spooky, spooky spoke, name. Ebrand, spooky name. Ebrand, your life. I'm going to go back and edit every time we said spooky to say spooky. spooky. <laughs> it's too much work. Einar J. Ecoran. Elder Dog. 
elderly goose busy summoning the untitled goose to to disrupt lives. See, that's not spooky in the Halloween tradition. That's like scary. Geese are terrifying in like an un-Halloween way, you know? I love them. Too much for me. They have so much neck. (laughs) Eldritch Horror finally... Eldritch Horror, formerly known as S. Kearney. Eleanor, no not deceased, Periton, horned vampire lady with depression. Mood. See, that was the same name as last month. I didn't even have to change it. Oh. Aline, time to get spoopy. Happy Halloween. Thank you, Aline. Elizabeth Jackalope. Elusive Lily. Emma, a witch cursed me not to directly reveal moose. End my nightmare, Emma. I mean, it does make sense if we can't guess what Moose is, is because the witch is involved and is, is like stopping our scrying abilities. Read the next name, you nerd. Empress Quinn and Fair Slurping Mil- <laughs> Milky Tentacles from Beyond the Stars. You've been getting all the nasty ones and I love it. <laughs> Tentacles don't even slurp. Uh, Indigo Vandane. Did you lose your place again? No. Erwin Erwin Lelagadek. Oh, apparently there's maintenance people here. Hello. Doing loud stuff outside. Oops. Spooky. I lost my place again. Did you say Florian H yet? Nope. Florian H. Fubar. Francois Arsenal. Frank Sands. Ginger beers. Got one foot in the grave, the other on a banana peel. Wow, that's a precarious place to be. <laughs> Grapefruit juice. Graphite conduit of rhetorical actions. Would Lauren prefer date I date retoy? Is that something backwards? Yacht no, it's nothing backwards. Lauren, <laughs> would you prefer that? <laughs> um, I am very dumb. Uh-huh. So I don't know what that is. Okay, well, we both are stumped. Guinevere Cummings. Hafthor uh, Grunderson, first of his name, born of fire and brimstone, redeemer. Harley Astor. I can only do the British accent when reading that one specific name now. <laughs> You've been broken. It's a curse. Harris and Andrew. Harry, king, the jock dumbass of my dreams. Everyone's horned for king. Hex Maniac Erica. It's a Pokemon reference. It sure is. He's a good Brent, dogs. <laughs> How do I make friends? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. Ingemar Grimon. Is this a Dice Funk of, of Horse crossover episode? Isaac, conduit of Tux the Penguin. Are you a fan of Tux? I am. Were you on Of Horse yet? Uh, I was on it. The episode hasn't come out yet. Okay. Jaden. James Neely. Janiac, the spoop Miss Dom, is ready to spank some pumpkins. Okay. Jasper, certified god of Sherbert. They already have the facial expressions for the spankings, I feel like. Oh, they're like... <gasps> There's J- definitely uh, small lines from the outside noise. That's fine. It's spooky. J. Logan, conduit of queerness, mage of life. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jen. Jenny Colby. Jerry got on tired flowers. Moo, Jerry. Jermaine Walls, conduit of cryptid grappling. That's called snuggling. <laughs> Jess Faget, conduit of veggies. 
Joanna the Wrench Witch. Are pumpkins veggies? I know they're gourds. Is a gourd a veggie? I don't know. John Madeira will be a polar bear in the next Bloody Roar. John Potts. Do what do you want to be in the next Bloody Roar? Me? Mm-hmm. A beluga. <laughs> okay. John Barnett, conduit of pillows. John, conduit conduit. <laughs> That's something else. No John, conduit of subpar joke names. Josie, Revengeance Paladin of Sun Dragons. Man, the Revengeance soundtrack whips ass. Have you listened to it recently? I asked rhetorically, knowing you haven't played Revengeance. A cat is here now. Okay, well. I care I, about that more than the thing you just said. That's because you haven't listened to it. It whips ass. <laughs> I bet it does. Oh, fuck, I lost my place again. <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? I'm sleepy. Jewman Jack. The Ripper was a punk-ass incel. <laughs> <laughs> Support sex workers. Tell Jack the Ripper to fuck off. Julian Phillips, conduit of Kaizen. Just a jester. Justin, conduit of loving monster people. I was thinking earlier how there's like no humans in this season at all. Humans suck. All monster people. Jorgen Indie Monster, Weinwick Ford, conduit of name butchering. Caster UK. Kate, conduit of semi-regular regret. Kiefer Lowe. Keladry, not her magnificent cat Mitzi, who slew Kel in her sleep. Is there Mitzi? A cat, a cat murder? Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of finally writing a goddamn PhD dissertation. We believe in you. Ken Teroy. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kanuku fan. Kitty Foe, warm, breathing burrito inside your pocket. I don't want the burrito to breathe, then why is it in my pocket? Maybe it's like a ferret. It's like a metaphorical burrito, and it's in your pocket sleeping. Okay, that I'm okay with. I miss ferrets. You can read the next one. No. (laughs) (laughs) Burrito Prime, horny for bussy since bussy. I don't B- like it. Bousset. Bousset. Since 2000X. Christina, conduit of Modrons in bedsheet ghost costumes themselves. That's the cutest thing I've thought of in like a week. It is cute. Think about Criterion, it. Criterion, 3.33. I am not a reference. You are. I've seen it. Crystal, conduit of buying greens and forgetting them in the crisper abyss. Dude, Crystal, I'm right there with you. Kyle Badsvik. <laughs> Only two A's, but I like your spirit. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. Lady, Leah Plaridon is not a dinosaur, Lauren. Misfit, you know what I meant. You got owned, bench. I'll never be owned. It's a Cretaceous animal. It doesn't make it a dinosaur. How about you suck my dick, Austin? You didn't even know what they were. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Larry Yellingman. Yelling Man, who has a really cool podcast called Humans Hollering at News, and I was on an episode. You should check it out. Wow, you cheated on our podcast, huh? Oh my god, you're such a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Lassie or Lass, L-A-S-S-E, too poor to patron, to, to patron cruise last month, sorry. Don't be sorry, it's a miracle anybody can do anything in 2019. Ever. I appreciate everything, it's amazing, incredible. Mwah. Lauren's mom's grown duck conduit of cuddles. <laughs> they got tired of you correcting them about whose duck it was. Well, because if I had a duck, there'd be a lot. It'd like literally be the only thing I talked about for like ever. Do you like ducks more than geese? They're different. You can't take. You don't have the courage to take a stand. 
I like them both. Ducks are little homies, and then geese are little monsters that I love. Levy the ghoulie gob. Let Cordelia for you, coward. I did. I was. I've been so nice to Cordelia and her. To just the worst plans. She should be dead. I cannot kill Lauren. I give you an inch, and everyone demands I give you a yard. It's because they love me. They do. Also, who doesn't love Lauren? Liam Sutton, conduit of headaches. Lauren Cates, going for Halloween, has 17 pounds of Bozog kicks in a 10-pound bag. <laughs> that would be great to explain to the cops. <laughs> like, why'd you kick this person in half? And they're like, well, listen, there's a D&D podcast. <laughs> this is going to take a while to explain. And then they just shoot you. <laughs> oh, no. Loki, Loki, a meat, a meat prison fueled by pumpkin spice. It's relatable. Loot of my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ludovico Limited. Lulu Skidoo. Luther, the conduit of Berzico. Ooh. What do they go? What do they go? Ooh, ooh. Manticore Death Lord. Matt Collier. Matt Lackett's is finishing his goddamn PhD dissertation. Oh, the anxiety. I believe in you. We got a lot of doctors in these credits. Matthew, listen to Dice Funk and Neo Scum Schultz. Maximum side boob eight, fellowship of the side boob. <laughs> Maybe the real squid cap was the friends we made along the way. I have a confession to make. What's that? I drank some non-dairy chocolate milk. Oh, no. And chocolate has caffeine in it, so I have been a bad boy. Why are you just in the middle of the credits feel you have to fucking narc on yourself? <laughs> because I couldn't think of a joke. <laughs> Majin, conduit of screaming internally. Melvin! Melissa the Dice Goblin. Oh, they gotta do the Skeksis voice. Mm, Melissa the Dice Goblin loves Skeksis voice. Michael Hall. They're all Skeksis. Mm, Mikkel Minkler. Conduit. Isn't it Michelle? Conduit of Zungenbrecher. <laughs> Fuck off. I know, how to sp- I know how to do words. Midlife stasis. Mike draws you playing the piano and your mom in the background looking proud. Finally. <laughs> A service that this person can provide if you need that. Miko from Finland. Miles, conduit of being a pharmacy student. <laughs> <laughs> I just read it. Mitch McConnell's missing chin. <laughs> Fucking wrecked. <laughs> That's where it's been this whole time. Modified Matthew. Mordekainen's st- student bedsit. What does that mean? Mordekainen is a canonical wizard from D&D's story. Okay, nerd. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> Mr. Willie Phoenix Steven Lesbian Seagull Blue Bear Shaker. You're not, you weren't ever curious when you were looking through the spell book why the M section has a bunch of spells called Mordekainen's X or Mordekainen's Y. You just accepted that? Yeah, it's D&D. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Namita Aneskin's conduit of allergy itself. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. Paye, nope, one particular weasel. Which weasel? That weasel. Which one? The weasel of the power. What power? Who's on first? Paye Rabsberg. Rabsberg. Apparently Paye Rabsberg is on first. <laughs> no, the jokes just flow into the next names. That's just how it is on this on this bitch of an earth. Pangolin is a rat fuck bastard queen. 
Now, as Pangolin, you and you're calling yourself a mean name, or are you sullying calling someone out? The name of a are you sullying the reputation of a beautiful animal that must be protected? Austin will have his vengeance. I will. Please call me Ashley. Yes, just Ashley. Pocket Sundial. Preston Bowers. Pruitt Holcomb. Pyrocyc- Pyrocychotic, a.k.a. Anne. I added that second part, but that's what it made me think of. Pyrocychotic. Resume Yuzura. Remsiv. Robert Chisholm, conduit of efficiency. Please give me some of that. Robert Tuttle. <laughs> oh, me! That's what it looks like. Salad Child. Sean Lyons Burke. Simmons, conduit of harder slatty. Shane Sedgwick. You weren't grossed out. Do I need to do a, a more seductive voice? Yeah. Harder slatty. Oh, no, it's so much breathier than I thought it would be. <laughs> Shane Ware, conduit of hedonistic pansexual polyamorous switches. Sin Milk Tom. <laughs> Sir Octopus, conduit of chivorous cephalopods. Sir Professor Archibald H. Cactus, Esquire, MD, Wrangler, 30 to 50 feral hedgehogs, give me all of them. Slime King Mike, Lord of the Phlegmathon. Spaghetto Depressi. <laughs> is that what it's called when all you can get is the buy one, get one spaghetti and sauce at Publix, the Spaghetto Depressi? I'm sorry for everyone who can't shop at Publix because they live in a better part of the, better part. <laughs> <laughs> better part of the country. There's no better far to the country than Publix, a worker-owned store. It does give uh, money to bad politicians, but the employees get shares in the store, so that's good. And also, I'm a popper, so give me that BOGO ice cream. We need the BOGO Spaghetto Depressi. Spinel did nothing wrong! Spooky Jamie doesn't know what costume to wear. I think we had a great suggestion on his Modron's wearing bedsheets. Only nerds will get it, but it's my favorite so far. So you're telling me Jamie has to dress up first as a Modron and then a Modron dressing up as a ghost. Yeah, because then when you take your candy, you like theatrically lose your bedsheet and you're like, oh no, accident. But I'm then a they robot. S- and they see you're a robot and that's the punchline. Stefan Lund, also known as Helgram Stephenson. It's a real name, okay? It seems real enough. His last name is Yorski. <laughs> As if I'm going to call somebody else out for their fucking Eastern European last name. <laughs> I mean, my, my my actual original last name was Uvegas, which is Hungarian, so. Yeah. Sternad, conduit of consonants. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Sydney Marsing. Syretha. That's quality Halloween pun. Tales of Inquiry. Good, good. Terraflops. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The murderous mongoose who is secretly standing directly behind you. See, that one's been here for a couple months, but now it has a spooky flavor that I enjoy. The Precursor. The skeleton conduit of boning. How have we not made that joke yet? I don't know, man. Titty Picks as Legal Tender 2020. That's Lauren's platform. We all know. I would be a fucking millionaire. You're the, you're the new Elon Musk. We would have to di- redistribute your wealth. Okay. <laughs> Toby Gleason Stack. Tom Bowers. Transient Passerby. Shayness. Vigar Arnston. Violet Skittles Unicorn. If it helps, I am a unicorn. 
You're welcome. I don't have, I don't have a Leon impression in the chamber. I should. You really should. I know. Warren Wolfolk. That's a good name for a sheep like character. Okay, so there's three in a row here, which start with numbers. It's X4, Anna, Zelda, Smudge, Persephone, Tortilla, Marty, Clemens, Ramses, Liam. And those are all cat names. Times five, nine months, nine dice fun cats, nine lives unite as one. And then times six, the ceremony is complete. Math Tiger awakens. Prepare for math. No! I feel, I feel like this is like a, a thing that someone says before a magical girl transformation. Oh, it kind of does. Nine months, nine dice funk cats, nine lives unite as one. I agree. The cat's like Voltron into a magical girl. <laughs> I would pay to see that. Zephosaurus! Yam spice latte. Oh my that god. That actually sounds fucking delicious. Yams are delicious. Nobody at me. Zoltar the Viking death metal caterpillar conduit of retribution. Haters coming at me talking all this crap. So I just tell them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was the inflection they wanted, but that's what they got. I just, <laughs> I just looked at our recording. We're at 35 minutes, which is truly unacceptable. A, a real failure of our abilities. Um, or if you think about it this way, mm-hmm. it's spooky. I don't. I don't think of it that way at all. Uh, support the show at patreon.com slash austinyorski, patreon.com slash weekly manga recap. That's Chris. Patreon.com slash of horse. That's Conrad. Patreon.com slash Laura K. Buzz. That's Laura. We're also on everything from iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, blah, blah, blah. You know the things. They're in the description. Read them. Lauren, where are you? Vargalicious. Uh, R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-S. Twitter, I sell titty pics. Buy them. They're good. Music's in the description. Anything else? Uh, Sorry, Sketch. Sketch.bandcamp.sketch.com? Oh, I meant for the 36 minutes, but also .bandcamp.sketch.com.bandcamp. All right. We got to do a shorter one than 36 minutes. Take two. I'll start no! at the top. <laughs> Some of us want to go back to bed. Some of us should have read faster. Joseph Tombrello. <laughs> Back to the top. I know where you live. And I will destroy you. <laughs>